0: Today's episode of Shmi is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor.fm to be more specific. If you guys have not heard about Anchor, let me explain. First of all, it is the easiest way to make a podcast and it is free! F-R-E-E, free. Prior to me moving the home base of Shmee to Anchor, I was paying more than $20 a month for a different service to send out the podcast to you guys and I was not seeing anything in return. I was literally being robbed. So with Anchor, unlike myself, who has thousands of dollars in equipment to record the podcast, you don't need any of that. All you need is a phone or a computer because there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit. Edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. The other services I was using were expecting 10,000 people to listen to an episode for me to get like three bucks. That is not the case with Anchor. You can have just your mom listen to your podcast and you can make some money if she listens a lot over and over again. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now back to the episode. welcome back you guys you are listening to the shme podcast i am your host sam pellicero at not sam no it's at sam pellicero on instagram now
1: yeah i stopped you the other day and, and I, I was like what the
0: fuck yeah i keep forgetting i dropped it because people literally thought that i was scamming them and it wasn't really me and my followers have actually been increasing a lot every day since I've made it just San Pellicero. So anyways, I am at San Pellicero on Instagram and follow the podcast at Shmi Podcast. I'm sure you guys know that voice. I am back here with a co-host, the one and only...
1: Dana Clark.
0: Hello. So guys, today Dana is over at my apartment. One, this is another audio exclusive and that is because we are nearing the end of the season, and Dana is actually part of this secret Shmi project I'm working on. And I keep saying, I keep saying to everyone, oh, it's an audio exclusive for this reason. It's an audio exclu- exclusive for that reason. But let's just call a spade a spade. I am editing a crazy project, and I do not have the room on my plate to edit something else right now. So you guys are going to be getting audio exclusives for the next few weeks, I promise. Before the end of the season, there'll be some videos back. But I asked Dana to come over today because for those who follow me on Instagram, on both accounts, I had a little bit of a rant. And I'm I'm not a rant kind of guy. I'm a ebb and flow kind of guy. Um, Throughout the years, I've really mellowed out. I don't really let much bother me because... One of my mantras is everyone is who they are for reasons. Everyone's behavior is a reaction to something else's actions. And that's really helped me not jump to conclusions. It's really helped me understand when back when I was managing a coffee shop and, you know, one of my employees that I hired was acting out, it would help me see it from their perspective and not just deem them as a bad employee. But I've learned that because I've mellowed out so much throughout time that it's actually kind of been more of a curse than a blessing because I've learned that I have allowed people who have not treated me warmly throughout my life to continue being cold because I do not let people know just how cold they are. I tell them, oh no, they're, they're lukewarm. Or I chalk it up to them. Maybe that was just my experience with that person. Maybe I did something. Maybe that was a single contained situation with me and that person that if someone else had that, had an interaction with them, it would be totally different. But something happened this week that made me realize that, you know what, Sam, you're never going to know. And other people are never going to know what that person did that was not warm, unless you say something. And this is gonna sound dramatic, but the only comparison that I can make, Dana's smiling at me right now, the only comparison that I can make that can relate to this is the Me Too movement, where no one spoke up about all of these horrible, disgusting things that were happening in Hollywood. But once they all started speaking out about them, they realized that happened to Me Too. And that happened to me too. And that's what created that movement was women and men began standing up and saying, you know what? I was also being sexually harassed. And it created this brilliant and inspiring and astounding movement. And my situation is not like that. It's not that extreme, but it's something that I think a lot of people can relate to. And this is and my platform. And they can platform.
1: say, you know, me too. This this has happened to me mm-hmm. or this is happening to me and you inspired me or you helped me to move past it.
0: Totally. One of the things that I read lately on Instagram was this quote and it said, trauma is not your fault, but healing is your responsibility. And I could not have related to that anymore because that's how I feel in my life, as you're right, it is not my fault that that bad thing happened to me, but it is my fault to heal from it, and it is my it is it is my responsibility if if I want to better my life and learn a lesson from something that has happened to me, whether good or bad, I need to take responsibility and and heal from it because it's it's it is my fault if I don't. I mean that's kind of the gist of what we're talking about today. Um, and Mercury is in retrograde, so everything that we're going to be speaking dun, of, dun. literally dun-dun-dun, so literally everything that we're going to be speaking of coincides with the fact that Mercury is in, is in retrograde, and I think that's exactly why what is happening with me in my life and Dana is happening, because motherfucking planets are not in the right spots anymore. So Dana, you, start 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 telling your stuff, and then I will dive into mine.
1: I mean, the past couple of weeks, so I occasionally will have like issues like I've had sleep paralysis and that's just very unsettling. But the past like two or three weeks were just something was not right. It's almost like I've been waiting for the other shoe to drop. Mm-hmm. um, Just like waiting for something bad to happen because something doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And today sam told me that mercury was in retrograde and i was like whoa how long has that been mm-hmm. and I, it lines up like it's yeah. just very i'm just unsettled like mm-hmm. something like weird things are happening at work and like just weird things in general you know random people like are coming back into my life and i'm like mm-hmm. oh, i left you i left you back in the past yep. for a reason it's yep. just weird things you know
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so bouncing off of that, I guess I'll uh I'll share what happened to me this just week.
1: Go right, dive right in.
0: So one of the people who I've never spoken about on the podcast is this guy I dated in early 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 of this year. We dated from the end of December to the middle of March. And um ironically, he I referenced him in episode 8 in a good way because that's who I am or who I used to be was even though people have done me wrong, I always think about the the good times. And ironically, in, in episode eight, I say, you know, there is this one guy I dated and, you know, if he came back for me, I'd give him a second shot. And after what happened to me, hell to the no, because not only did he try to manipulate me, in reaching out to me eight months later and and knowing my feelings about the situation. But he tried to manipulate my feelings using my podcast against me. And what happened was I got this random text message and all it said was, I'm learning a lot from your podcast. And my first thought was, what episode is this guy talking about? Is it 19 where I talk about having chlamydia? Is it episode, I don't know, nine, when I say that I don't believe in the moon landing? Like what possible episode could it be that is sparking communication with him because obviously him reaching out to me all this time later shows that he's thinking about me that he's wondering what I'm up to because I didn't have a podcast back then I didn't even have social media back then I dated this guy wow I was on my social media hiatus of nine months so I was wondering what possibly led to this conversation and I said what are you learning what are you learning huh, huh? what are you learning and he goes that story about Sixth Dimension is really um, interesting. And of course, I'm like, oh, he's he literally probably looked me up, found my podcast, found an episode titled Dating Horror Stories. And knowing he was a horror, he was like, oh, I bet you Sam <laughs> talked about me, which I did not. And he listens and you know hears that story. And so on all, all I said back was, LOL, before your time, because that was the guy I dated b- before him. He goes, was it? Was it before your time? I'm like, yeah, it was. It was actually the guy I dated right before you. Um, And dating is loose term because me and this guy hung out three or four times and he wanted me to join a drug cult. So... Not really someone who I consider I dated. (laughs) Like, come on. And he goes, well, in the podcast, and this is where I was like, this motherfucker is literally trying to give me the facts on my own podcast. He goes, well, um, in the podcast, you say December 2018 is when you date, is when you dated him. But we started talking in December. No, sorry. In October 2018. I'm like, no, we didn't. Like, no, no, we did not. A lot of things happened between October and December. I went to London. I actually was dating someone um, who lives across the street. Fuck you. I can probably see you throughout my window. um, And I, you know, finished my series, Dylan and Sam. Like, a lot of things happened between October and December, and you were not in my life for those moments. I think I know. And the only reason why you and I met when we did was because you were out here from san diego for a job interview so that was the only way that you and i met before you before you moved back here when you and i started to seriously date so if anything you should fucking remember when your job interview was i'm uh, so like and obviously i didn't say that because i was just, just riled with with so much um not anxiety but just um curiosity of why why are you talking to me and so he goes, well, I guess I might be wrong then. Maybe I maybe I just have my dates wrong. My B. My B. Dude, my B. You literally just texted me eight months after you dumped me to say, to accuse me of cheating on you while we were dating. And then your response to when I debunk this fucked up theory is my B.?
1: Just, like, for anyone out there, like, my B is not an apology. (laughs) My B is like, ooh, my B. Like, no. No.
0: And what's so ironic is one of the things that led to our breakup is he could not tell me, I'm sorry. He would not say those words to me during one of our fights. Is He would not say, I'm sorry. And so it all, all of a sudden, in that moment... All of those bad times came hurtling back to me and it made me remember why we did not work out. And then it made me realize, you know what he's doing right now? He's trying to find a reason for us not to work out that wasn't his fault. That wasn't on his terms because maybe he's lonely and missing me and touching himself to me and and wondering what is Sam up to? God, he was good to me because I was motherfucking good to that man. And he looks me up, finds my podcast, hears something. And I mean, I'm not going to say his name because that's not the point of the story. But he's a cop and a detective. So he's literally doing his detective skills and thinks, oh, these dates, this person, Sam cheated on me. That's why it didn't work out because he's not a good person. I'm I'm not a bad person. I'm a good person. And what's so fucked up is literally... It's the self-projection Yeah, is because, and this was my response to him, I said, I don't know what is more offensive, the fact that you can't remember when we started dating or the fact that you're accusing me of cheating on you. He said, I didn't say cheating. And I said, you're accusing me of talking to someone else while I was talking to you. That is cheating. And he goes, your words, not mine. And I said, but may I, mer- may I remind you that I was not the one with secrets in our relationship." It was you with a secret contract marriage. (laughs) Motherfucking plot twist. This guy was in a contract marriage with someone who he did not love, who he didn't even date. He said he was some random guy. Because by the way, this is how he told me, everyone. This is like the new Sam. This is the new Sam who's like, if you're going to be a piece of shit, I'm going to let the whole world know it. Because I'm tired of people like this going around, and what I call is getting away with murder. Right. So, literally, he, what? What?
1: I said the word right.
0: (laughs) That's right. Dana is trying her best to not say the word right in response to me because I made a compilation after her last episode where literally she said right about 3,000 times. Compilation is iconic. It's right. But going back to me really quick, um, how he told me was it was one of the, uh, you know, times we're hanging out at his place and we're about to meet his friends. And he goes, wait, before we meet my friend, I need to tell you something. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what? That's not
1: how you drop a bomb like that. He
0: goes, I'm in a contract marriage. And I go like a friend of yours was getting deported and you married her. He goes, no, it's with a guy. And so long story short, he's, he's in this contract marriage because he and this random guy he went on one date with and then became friends with later, and I, I can't remember whose idea it was, but... All I I remember is that they did it for the benefits, but I'm like, dude, you are a police officer and you were in the military. So your benefits are pretty fucking damn good than the, like, or better than, better than the average person. And you make $150,000 a year. You drive a fucking pimped out BMW. And you're trying to tell me that you got into a contract marriage with someone for the benefits that you really don't need. I'm sorry, but I'm calling bullshit. And I know and now, as I'm telling you, I remember it was the guy's idea. The guy, he went on one date because my response was later on after I was like l- 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 letting it like ruminate in my mind. I said, I think this guy wants to have a lock on you. I think this guy is obsessed with you and found a way Red to flag. keep you in his life. So he tricked you into having a contract marriage with him, thinking it was just for the benefits, which is crazy because also we as gay men fucking fight for our rights to have equal rights and the right to get married and you're going and getting married like like you're taking it for granted like there like there's no meaning behind it
1: but also like he legit told you he did what you know like when you're gonna break up with somebody and you know Mm -hmm. they're crazy like you take them Mm -hmm. to a public place Mm -hmm. so that they can't make a scene like oh my god he did that to you
0: oh it gets worse though it gets fucking worse though is the so he kind of made it seem like not a huge fucking deal and then he says well you know we agreed to get out of it once we were in a in a serious relationship and i said you had just told me that the last guy you dated you're with him for two years so that wasn't serious enough for you to, to to break a contract marriage are you kidding me so what is it gonna be up until the point where we get married is that when you're gonna break it and so then a few days later I'm still not knowing what to do with this this information. And then I find out from him that long story short, I cannot be part of most of his life because his coworkers, his boss, some people in the town have to legally believe He's married to this person or he could obviously get arrested, go to jail, get fined whole nine yards. Cause when he got this job at the police station, they obviously do a background check on you and they were like, Oh, so we see you're married. So he had to lie to this whole new other half of his life and make them think that he's married to this person. And not only that, but then another lie of why they don't live together. And then another lie of why he never comes to visit. I'm like, You are a piece of shit for bringing me into that situation, for bringing anyone into that situation. You tricked me. You lied to me. You manipulated me. But
1: my question is, did you leave after that? Or did you stick around a little bit longer?
0: Well, no. So that happened in late, late February. And we broke up the second week of March. So I was around for maybe another week.
1: But it was still... Like I, honestly- no, because I didn't
0: know what to do with that information. I was still like, I don't know his situation. Like, is there more to the story that I don't don't know? Because I have done crazy fucking things in my life, mm-hmm. but then once people have heard the full rounded story, they go, that makes so much more sense. And I was not in the point, or I was not in the place yet with him to say, I want every. of detail because i did not know where the boundary was but my breaking point where i said you know what like we need to have a conversation because i don't know where this is going was then he started to do these things where literally i was going for cancer testings i don't know if i ever told anyone this but my thyroid was swollen last winter And so, and the doctors were very concerned that I had thyroid cancer. So I was going to all these testings. And in that time, he was such a piece of shit to me. He literally, at one point said, when I passed out getting blood work, that he's like, if you pass out again and I bring you to the doctor, I'm just going to leave you there. I'm like, your boyfriend is having cancer screenings and is talking to you how much he is afraid of the doctor and how I continuously pass out when I give blood. And you're going to make these comments of like, calling me a little bitch because i because i pass out when i get blood drawn and that like the, and like the next time i do that and you're there you're just gonna leave me are you like what is what is wrong with you
1: but like these were red flags like i get it like a lot of the times you can't see it when you're in it because you're so you but have, no like, but
0: that was a final straw and that's when i was like listen like we, we gotta fucking talk
1: but like you realized it after it wasn't just like one or two strikes. It was a couple strikes where you're like, you know what? That's tiny. I'll look past it. Or you know what? Like, yeah, that's just something people yes. say, but yes. it, they were red flags enough. Like that's
0: well, but, well. So the, but the thing with the marriage, it was, it, well, I mean, obviously it was a red flag, but it wasn't a bright red flag until I realized how big of a deal it was. Cause I thought it was just a, Oh, we don't really talk about that. It's nothing, whatever, whatever. Everyone knows it's fake. But then when I found out, like, the, sev- the severity of it all, that's when I thought to myself, this is something, Sam, that you do not need to be involved that's in. That's
1: why he told you before his friends were coming over. Yes. That's why. Yes. Because you were already definitely in your own head about, like, meeting new people anyway. Oh, yeah. And then oh, yeah. on top of that, like, oh, yeah. it's it's a pu- oh, yeah. more public setting. Oh, yeah. And he's like, well, he's not going to ask any more yeah, questions. Yeah, so yeah,
0: Well, and it was so, what was so fucked up, too, was that the reason why the whole... Cancer situation was my final straw was the night before I was with him and his friends going out and I found out for the second time in a row he was not going to let me sleep over his place and he was an hour and a half away from me and it was one, it was two in the morning and his friends were like, is so-and-so not going to let you stay over again as a joke? And I was like, no, he's actually not. And they were like, what is up with him? Like, even his friends know that he fucking has all these issues. And I said, I don't want to make it a big deal because I know what, he, what he's what he gone through with his past relationships. So I'm just going to let it go. But it does bother me. And they turned to me and they said, we just want you to know if you ever think you're the problem, you're not. It's always him. His own fucking friends were like, we know he's always the problem. And I was like, that, and that was, I was like, rear, rear, rear. And then I go back and I wake up the next morning. I go to the doctors. I pass out and he says that to me. And I was like, you know what? And so, so the more, so where this is important to what we're talking about today. Right. Um, is because this motherfucker comes back eight months later and tries to use the things that I publicly speak about as either cautionary tales or pure entertainment as a way to validate his shittiness. And then he won't even own up to his shittiness. I even say, so how'd you find my podcast? And he goes, oh, it was recommended to me on YouTube. And I said, fucking bullshit, dude. I'm the king of YouTube. I know how the recommendation box works. And unless you're looking at my stuff, you're never gonna be recommended. Sam Pellicero, Shmi podcast, words that are not in the everyday vocabulary, okay? I'm sorry. But bullshit. And then he goes, well, I don't know what, what you want me to say. And so it was just like this. And I realized, I'm like, I am giving this guy energy that he doesn't deserve. And that's why I realized I am... The only reason why I'm communicating with him is because I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt again. And I'm constantly giving people the benefit of the doubt.
1: Fuck the benefit of the doubt.
0: And I realized... And so what also... Is the timing of it all was crazy. Because it was as I was editing last week's episode. So guys, I'm recording this on Wednesday... November 13th, when episode 22 has come out. So as I'm editing episode 22, this previous Monday, this is when my ex texts me. And in that episode, I share that story about that guy who was a married man who then wanted to have a gay experience with me. And I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I was like, Oh, he's in the closet for so long, yada, 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 whatever, 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 whatever. He's not that bad of a guy. I mean, cause I didn't hook up with him, but like I was validating his, his shitty reasons. You know, like, he's not a shitty person who, you know, should, you know, be the first wife and kids, even though he's gay, or, or leave them, you know, whatever, whatever. But I'm like, no, fuck that guy. He's a grown adult. Adults should not be given the benefit of the doubt for their shitty actions. We have a fully functioning, you know, developed brain at this point, And our actions are to be accounted for. And I'm tired, again, of me allowing these cold, cold people to... Then get the second chance with someone to be like, oh, no, they're warm. Oh, no, 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 they're warm. And then all of a sudden, you know, again, I start speaking out about someone like, oh, my God, Sam, let's say this guy's name is Paul. Like, right. Paul does suck. Paul sucked for me and Paul sucked for you. And my friend Julie said it best. If there was a Yelp page for people, my exes would never date again. My ex-friends would never go to parties again. That's
1: like uh, the Black Mirror episode. That's like...
0: Oh, with the ratings. Yeah. Exactly. If there was motherfucking ra- I mean, and I am not up here on my pedestal saying that I also do not have bad Yelp reviews against me. I am sure of it. I have said things that I regret. I had
1: customers that would give me some I mean that's what I'm saying. Like I am on. not saying
0: I am perfect in any way, but what I'm saying is when I do something bad, I learn from it.
1: There's so I always say like whether it's in a like a relationship or or just a friendship or just in general, mm-hmm. like I can move past something if both parties have learned from mm-hmm. it and grown from mm-hmm. it. Right. Mm-hmm. And you both mm-hmm. have to be able yes. to accept your blame in totally. the role. Totally. And like, even if it's just like me saying, you know what, I realize now that I missed a bunch of red flags and I let it go on for longer than it should have. Totally. I, that's the role yes, I play.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. But
1: if you can't accept the blame and you are making excuses for yourself, like you can't make excuses no, for yourself. No, no, if I If if Sam does something and I'm like, you know what, Sam, I understand you're under a lot of stress. Mm-hmm, I'm not going to mm-hmm. blame you for this, yeah. right? That's on me. Yes, But yes. if you can't make excuses for yourself and be like, well, I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this happened and then I was really sad because this and then this and then my mm-hmm. ex cheated on me so I totally. can cheat on you, that does not justify what you're doing. Yes. And if you cannot If you cannot make excuses for yourself and you can, you have to accept the part that you played in whatever you're going through.
0: Absolutely. And the takeaway that I had with my conversation from my ex is one, um, I literally, when I get dumped by someone, do not give them the time of day because unless they dumped you for a reason like, oh, he's moving across the country or he dumps you because he's like, oh, I'm I still I'm still not over my ex. Like those are legitimate reasons to call off a relationship that you can't you can't hold against that person.
1: You can still be upset totally, about it. Totally. But like especially if somebody is like, you know what, I don't want to lead you on anymore. Like I'm I'm not over my ex. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's one of yeah, those things yes. that like I could be upset. Yeah. I could be pissed at you that you dated me uh, to begin with. But, but once get, you realize that, if yeah. you bring that if you're oh, yeah. you're honest.
0: Exactly. And my thing is one of the things that I always say when it comes to people and their egos and, you know, and, and like the whole like, what about me or even in a relationship when you're literally trying to put your baggage onto me or self-projecting your shit onto me. I'm like, do not bring that to me. I am not your therapist. You bring that to your therapist and then your therapist will help you get sorted out so you can be a better person in the society. And what was crazy too was one of the things that happened in my relationship with this guy was he was basically, without even bothering to get to know me, had assumed that I had never been to a therapist before. So when I was going through the situation, he was like, you know, I think you you should really try therapy. i Am like, "Try it? Bitch, I am the king of therapy. Like, I am the, the, if there was a testimonial for therapy, I would be the star of it. Therapy saved my life. And anyone who ever goes through a problem in their life, I'm like, go find a therapist. And if that therapist it does not work for you, that does not mean therapy doesn't work for you. That just means that that therapist doesn't work for you. And that goes with any sort of relationship in your life. You Until you find the person that meshes with you and works with you, you got to keep trying. You can't just give up on it. And sorry, so really quick. And so then once I finished that that conversation with my ex, I felt this pit in my stomach for the rest of the day because I couldn't believe the amount of Energy that I exerted on this guy, and that I, and that I allowed him to get underneath my skin like that, because all I kept thinking in my head was. The audacity this douchebag had to put me through all he put me through, the lies, the mass manipulations of my feelings and getting in my head and making me think I was wrong and that I was crazy and that what he was doing was right to then come back and try to take a dagger and say, oh, no, Sam, you were a cheater. And accuse me of something so goddamn low like that. Like that was what really set me off where I was like, you know what? If I had spoken up about you a long time ago in my brain, I would have manifested I'm done with you and my feelings for you are done and that you are exiled to the Isle of exes. Like that is literally how I felt. But because in my brain, I kept telling myself, no, he's just a, a good person, but he's a lost soul. He's a good person. He's still just trying to find his way. You know, he's a good person. If I had just, been like sam he's cold he sucks he's in a contract marriage and he does not love you i would have not bothered to have a conversation with him
1: you had that pit in your stomach because you felt guilty for what you did to yourself yes because you were putting yourself through it again yes Yes. but i will also say like yes therapy mental health is so fucking important just so fucking important but when you do find somebody that you just, like, mesh with, mm-hmm. like what you said, it's not that, like, my baggage is my baggage and his is his. Mm-hmm. It's that, like, we choose to help each other with our with our baggage, yeah. you know? You go yeah. through it and you, you know, you're going to experience what you experience and it's almost like sometimes playing therapist for your, your significant other.
0: Totally, totally. And
1: sometimes, and it's very therapeutic, you can definitely mm-hmm. quote me on this, but, like, just talking about it mm-hmm. even if it's just to a friend or somebody else like if you don't want to talk to your significant other talking to a friend talking to somebody and getting it out there mm-hmm. makes you feel so much better than suppressing it and being like oh i'm never gonna get over this uh,
0: it's i mean it's the absolute truth and it's just the timing of all this has been so weird because of mercury retrograde because a- anytime mercury retrograde hits one of my exes does pop out back up and it's so weird because i don't realize it is mercury retrograde until i'm like is it mercury retrograde is that why this person you know reaching out to me i'm like oh my god it is and dana and i during our project that we're working on together along with two other people but we won't announce until we officially announce um the technology was not working on the second day of the shoot and that weekend is when mercury retrograde started And I didn't tell, I didn't tell you this, but the microphones that we used for that one interview, Mm -hmm. mine was shot.
1: How? It just
0: was, even though it, on my phone, I saw the, the audio bars going up and down. When I played it back, it was like, but does
1: it work now? Like, no, no.
0: No, it's like the whole microphone's is just like dead. And it worked earlier in the day because it was the same mic like, I used for in the forest. So it's weird that like something is going on. And, but again, that's what happens. In Mercury retrograde, they say, technology is going to screw up. Hello, the Jeffree Star, Shane Dawson launch. Womp womp. Um you know, uh, you know, my own personal, you know, equipment,
1: people coming back into your lives,
0: life. Th- they also do not sign any sort of contracts during that time. Cause then it won't come to fruition or it will fall apart. It won't work out. But, and I, I mean, I believe in that and hello, it's been a crazy full moon the past few days. And now it's like bright and yellow and orange. And that means like the freaks are out. Our, our spiritual senses are on a high. And I feel that way. I mean, I slept for what?
1: 11 hours 11
0: hours last night and I never do that crazy you just needed it I needed it like and I a think full it's like recoup full recoup full moon bitch <laughs> but yeah I think I mean so I made this whole rant on Instagram that ended with you know in the in my nine months of being on a social media hiatus you know you're it's so easy when you're not online to be manipulated lied to deceived and forgotten and it's the truth because in that time both of the guys i dated and ironically they were both the cops i dated you know there was one i just talked about and the one i dated later on who gave me chlamydia thank you um they both deceived me because i didn't have access to their social media so they could have and they both did lie to me and they painted pictures of who they were that weren't real and that's why both and that's why i'm fully convinced that they both imploded and exploded the way that they did was because that they could not keep up with the lies.
1: The double life. The
0: double life. And, you know, I, I later found the one ex who I just spoke of, of his both of his social media accounts about a few months ago and all of the pictures he ever sent me, even though, I mean, we met in person, but all the pictures he ever sent me of, like, him, I realized, where he's like, oh, I'm at home, chilling." We're like, from 2017, 2018. One time, I saved two photos he sent me of, like, me out in the car with my dog. And I remember I saved them. And then a few days later, I saw the date was 2016.
1: Oh, my gosh. So I was like,
0: what is going on? And then he would say things like, oh, I love traveling. I love photography as a hobby. So he would send me all these cool photos of places he went. And again, on his Facebook account, 2016, 2017. So again, it's like when you're not online, people are like, oh, great. I can take full advantage of him and tell him whatever he wants or I mean, tell him whatever I want him to hear because he can't look it up and and debunk it. And so then going back on social media, all of a sudden, these same people are trying to take advantage of me now for being back on social media. And it's fucked. But it's also, like fucked.
1: I feel like okay. So so many people, when like they're in a bad situation and they learn that they're in a bad situation,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: they then go on this like, what was I calling it? A smear campaign. They go on...
0: <gasps> They're going. They're going on a pap smear campaign. <laughs> they go on... smear. <laughs> they're smearing it.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> they go on the smear campaign of this person, and they yes. paint this person. And there's always. There's always a degree of truth in everything that that goes on. So there's three sides to every story. You know, yours, mine, and the truth. Somewhere in the middle is the truth. And... And I feel like these people are realizing that you're getting more and more of a following. And they're like, oh, well, is he going to say my name? Is he going to? Totally. Will, totally. Will, first of all, I just want to say Sam is is one of those people. He's not going to out you like no, that.
0: No. Because it's not my place to do he,
1: that. I also like, so we talked about this the other day that I said, I think that when a situation like this happens, you need to address it and you need to, you know, especially when you have a platform like this, bring it Mm -hmm. to other people. Mm -hmm. So people can Mm -hmm. be like, this is happening to me. Yeah. yeah. You're helping me move on. Mm -hmm. Or this is, you know, this happened to me too, where we're in the same boat. And like you, he's decided to use his platform that way. Instead of being like,
0: Oh, this guy is an (laughs) asshole and you should never date him. And his name is. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and, and also again, you know, the reason why I went into so much detail with that story just now was so that way people could understand the full context of it, of why it's important to me and hurt me so much that he accused me of cheating because of his secret marriage and because of this and because of that. Because without that, they're like, "Sam, you're just being a drama queen. Who cares if, if he thought you were dating?" I'm like, "I
1: mean, you're always a drama queen,
0: but like," <laughs> and it's like you used, you try to use my podcast against me, like. Do, you motherfucker! You kidding me? Like you want the amount to- of
1: like research and effort that you put into this podcast, and you'd think like you-, you he thinks for a second that you would like use unreal facts or like
0: not only that, but like just blatantly go out in the open and give facts about my life and expect like you know bad things that come of that and it's weird too and here's the weirdest thing about this whole situation and, and like the, the this is like the bow on top because now we so we, we we talked about the drama we talked about the craziness here's like the funny crazy like ooh wee factor of it all of how i unintentionally manifested this whole situation are you ready for this is your peloton dana i'm not wearing well can you buckle up
1: okay
0: because <laughs> y'all buckle up so you know me you know how much i believe in manifestation so, on the previous Friday, I was in my producer's office at work, and I was eating Thai food, right? hmm And I thought to myself, wow, I haven't sat in this chair in her office eating this exact meal from that time place down the street in a year. And I thought, wow, I remember when last time I ate this, I was dating, um <clears throat> and... I remember taking a picture of it and I'm saying we should go there on a date. And I remember that very vividly and specifically for the weirdest reason. But it was one of the first photos I ever sent him. Like, that's how I remember it. You know how, like, people have, like, a visual memory? Yeah. That's me. And then that same day, I was driving home. And I and that was um a week after the Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star launch. And there was so much drama a week later because um you know there was talks of broken palettes coming there was talks of them not putting things in the documentary that they're supposed to put in the documentary and i thought wow this is so crazy i've almost done a full 30 episodes of my podcast without any drama i've talked about so many things and no drama do you know what like how weird
1: like so a little while ago, Sam and I were at dinner and Sam was talking about like, you know, weird conspiracy theories because Mm it's Sam. Um, And that's just (laughs) like, you know, normal dinner talk. Um, But he was saying that what, like, you said, do you think your life is already planned out no matter what you do? Yes. And then I said, I I feel like it's kind of like a pick your own path. Yes. Like you have three paths in front of you and you could choose one of them no matter, and it affects whatever. Mm -hmm. This is kind of like your path was laid out. This was definitely going to happen. And this is like, you know, like foreshadowing. That's it's what like, I'm saying. Your Dana. life is like a book. Yes. And like.
0: And the, that's what I'm saying. You're just like,
1: oh, that's so weird. Like, that's just nuts. That is because, nuts. Because like,
0: because like, what if those moments that people say, oh, I manifest that because, because I couldn't stop thinking about it or they're like, oh my God, I was just thinking that it's not deja vu. But it's th- not simulation. It's, we, it's, it's happening or it's already happened. And we know what's going to happen because.
1: Well, there's like, there's a bunch of conspiracy theories. Like one is like about like, if you experience deja vu, it's like in how in a video game you lost a life, but you go back to your last saved life. And like, that's another, that's a theory about deja vu or if you're like manifesting something. And then another one is just like, you are like you have some type of like psychic ability, and I totally mm. think Which you I have do. like one hundred percent some type of yeah, like some type of sense of just like maybe it's just knowing mm-hmm. your surroundings or like nothing has nothing crazy has happened in your life in in a little while. Like I mean. Crazy things have happened, but nothing mm-hmm. like crazy. No, crazy. No, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like the universe was like, Ooh, we forgot about Sam. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, unforget yeah. about it. Well, I mean, and like, that's, a, I mean, seriously, that's how it feels sometimes. Let's unforget. Let's unforget. Not, not remember. Let's unforget. And, um, I'll
1: never not remember
0: you. <laughs> and so then. Then that happens on Monday, right? I'm like, and I remember even telling myself, oh my God, I manifested this. Fuck me. It wasn't only because I was like, oh, I remembered him because of the meal. I literally even thought in my mind, you know, I wonder if I'll ever hear from him again. And then, like, that's why I think I manifested it. And then, it was the craziest part of this was going to happen was in episode three, is my dating horror story with Marissa, and I wear my walk before cocktail top. And in the fucking episode i fucking say and because she had given to, given it to me that day i say to her i will never wear this to the gym because of what it says and also how funny would it be if i wore it to the gym and then that way boys know i'm gay and i'll be able to find myself a man i never wear the shirt to the gym because even one time when i turn it inside out and i sweat through it it said cock so <laughs> the boys knew i was gay that day and so i never wore it to the gym and in the morning, I grab a pair of shorts and a tank top out of my drawer, and I throw it in my gym bag, and I go, I go to work because I go to the gym after work. That day, I go to the gym. What fucking tank top did I accidentally grab? The walk-before-cock tank top. And that was the episode that my ex watched that caused this whole fucking situation. Guys, what in the hell? That is coincidence, but also meant to be. Because, how crazy is that? Like, what are the odds of that? That's so weird. That's weird. It's so weird. And here I am thinking now I'll never be able to look at my walk before cock shirt the same way. Because now all I'm, all I'm going to think about is this is a weird fucking tank top for many reasons. But like
1: also once you're out of a bad situation. All right. You know when like you get in an argument with somebody and then you later you're in the shower and you're like, damn it. I should have said this. That would have won me the <laughs> argument. Yes. I feel like once you start feeling like you're about to manifest something or like once you start like. Shut it like, down. No. You're just, you know, like, you know, you were right. And you know the way oh, that you yeah. can and should respond. Yeah. But also, yeah, definitely shut it down if you can. <laughs> but, I mean, like, be, like, bad, yeah. a bad bitch. Just,
0: I mean, totally, totally. And what was so crazy, too, is that now that I have gone through so many trials and tribulations over the past, specifically this past year of my life, that I have become a lot more mentally clear and laser focused with with exactly what I want to do with my life. All these petty problems is what I'm going to call them don't mean anything to me because now even even wasting, you know, all this energy as I'm seeing it as like talking about the situation I'm in. I know of the morals that come out of it and like what we're telling people right now and like what the purpose of this all is. But he, but even part of me is thinking like, really, Sam, like you just spent an hour talking about this douchebag Like, you gave him. You gave him what he wanted. No, 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 you didn't. Because not only did you totally slander him in the way that he deserved to be slandered, but you're talking about what you got out of it. You're talking about how you're learning from that situation. To not give people who, who are not worth your time and have not earned your time your time. And to always remind myself of my favorite life mantra is I would rather have four quarters than 100 pennies. Meaning, I would rather be surrounded by a small group of people that are worth more than being surrounded by a ton, by a hundred people who are worthless. Like, that's how I feel. Totally. And why am I going to bother to try to give my time to someone who's worthless?
1: I will say, like, the... Like we're just we're just giving everyone all the Instagram quotes today, um, <laughs> but my mom always says like people come into your life for a reason, uh-huh. a season, or a lifetime, and mm. it's up to you to to find out who's in in it for the long haul. And you know you you do find that when you've been in a situation like you were, but mm. you also learn so much about yourself. Totally, and like I mean. I'm not the same person I was a year ago. You're not the same person you no, were a year ago. No. And like if I was in an argument now that I was a year ago, I would I would react so differently. Mm-hmm. You, but you were in that situation to grow from it. And I always say like either you people grow with you
0: mm-hmm.
1: or y- you grow
0: apart. Yeah, you yeah. Know? it's the truth. It's the absolute truth. No,
1: you, people grow with you or you outgrow them
0: that's okay, yes, what it is yes, it's not yes. that you grow apart
1: because like there are <laughs> oh, friendships because,
0: because growing apartments you're still time to growing together
1: but like in this situation you outgrew him you yeah. realized you realized you were better than him yeah. you but like
0: because like it was so funny is the one thing that i laugh at myself and i say it's like well that sucks is the things that we had in common which i was like Oh my god, guys! Like I think I found the one. Like literally, we both lived in San Diego. We both lived in Denver. We both lived in Europe. We both, you know, were from the East Coast. Like all these crazy fucking things that we all had in co- we had in common. And then to look back and see how it ended, I'm like, God, that sucks. Like God, like that could have been so good. That right. could have been, Sam. Emphasis could have been. wasn't Wasn't ever going to because you would have never sucked with him because of his fucking marriage alone.
1: But even so, like, I think that a lot of the best relationships that I know of are people that don't have as much in common in the Mm -hmm. beginning of the relationship. It's so true. It's so true. Because you have so much more to share with that Mm -hmm. other person. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, we have a lot in common, the two of us. But, Mm -hmm. like, we have so many differences. Not that we're dating i mean surprise everyone I'm we really are
0: sh- i'm sure the people at the diner tonight probably thought we were on a date
1: definitely 100 <laughs> we would we would make like the all-american couple well like, remember
0: remember in our first episode i was like i'd fucking like a little rabbit
1: yes well <laughs>
0: right That's after, I like, a little weird. after i was like after i was like brother and sister
1: <laughs> incestuous <laughs> but um you know i i think that like just going off of commonalities and Mm -hmm. i think that's kind of what you went off of in that relationship you're like oh we had so much in common so like let me see if i can make it work because we have so much in common. totally totally that's just one of those ways that you are trying to convince yourself that it works it's like trying to put fit like a a square peg in a round hole and like there are so many relationships that are like that yes
0: i mean and you're i mean that hits home for me because it's stupid that I allowed myself to have these residual old feelings for someone who treated me like such shit for so long because of the way the breakup was. Because the breakup was so like, you know, yes, Sam, I have a lot of problems and, you know, I want you to know. And this is like, this is what, what guys say to me. And it tends to make me like, (gasps) like, hold on is they'll say, you know, you're everything that I ever wanted in a guy. And maybe in a year, maybe in two years, I'll be ready for that. But I'm not now. And I think, okay, like, I'm not going to wait. But like, you know, just just know that, like, if if in two years I'm single and you're single, it's too. Yeah. I'm like, how stupid, Sam? Like, they're just doing that because they are trying to make themselves sound better.
1: Yeah. Like, you're not everybody's cup of tea. You're and like when you honestly, I think honesty is the best policy if you're going to break up with somebody and be like, you know what? We didn't work.
0: Yeah. You're a great guy, yep. but
1: we didn't work. Yeah. And that's just if you're being honest, like then it shouldn't matter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, that relationship, he wasn't honest from the very beginning. Yeah. So like I but I mean, and then also I will say I, I sometimes say to people that I think everybody needs a hoe phase. And that's not true for everyone. I know. Yeah, I get it. I, I get think it. a lot of people. I know what you mean, though a lot of people need to just have those like crazy experiences. Mm -hmm. And then I think other people need to date themselves. And And that's what you're, (laughs) no, but that's what you're doing now. Like you're like, I asked, I asked you the other day, you were like, uh like oh, yeah, are you, you did. dating anyone are you on like any apps
0: and I was like nope nope and and no nope. was
1: like I'm just really passionate about what I'm doing right now mm-hmm. and I want to focus on myself mm-hmm. and it's it's me time and like I love it's me time
0: it's me time
1: um but I love that like you need to in yeah. those situations you need to date yourself
0: it's, I mean and it's it's true I mean it's true it's true it's true and and it always sounds so depressing when you're like oh you're dating yourself but this is literally the past two years have been so, so full of, of light and love. And the only bad things that have ever happened to me in the past two years have been relationship involved. Nothing career wise has ever gone bad for me. Nothing friendship wise, family wise, everything there is locked. Yeah, literally knocking wood, locked and loaded. And all the bad things have only come from relationships and I do have to give credit to my psychic because she told me in December 2018, Sam Colani Pellicero, do not try to date in 2019. It is not the year for dating for you. It'll always go wrong. 2019 is a year of your career and you will find your full formed spiritual self by the end of 2019. And I do believe that and it's coming to an end, y'all. And I believe that and I should have listened to that. And that's the tea. <laughs> That, that's a tea. And um, that's a tea. <laughs>
1: Which is what I like after the rant that Sam had on. Yeah. uh on instagram i sent him just a a, a gift that was like <laughs> and
0: i was at the gym when he sent it and it was
1: give me the tea like,
0: all the tea and it was like it was tea. like that girl from i was was it what what show was it bad girls club or, something like or that Top yeah. model like wherever they have like a confessional on a purple couch and she was like okay what's the tea give me all the tea and i died i literally dropped my weights when i saw that because i was dying i
1: didn't even like send any any text or anything, anything else no no just it.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah it was so funny because so many people when i sent that that whole little rant because it was just it was just a text post about and it started off with on my podcast i have been nothing nothing i have been on my podcast i have been nothing but polite and nice about the people who have not treated me warmly throughout my life and that changes today and everyone was so like everyone was shook Because they're like, Sam is not someone to ever out people. Sam is not someone to ever use any of his platforms to do bad or to make someone out to be something bad. And I'm still not doing that. But hell hath no fury like Sam with a podcast because I am done justifying people's (laughs) bad behavior because I don't want to seem like a drama queen that I don't want to seem like I'm creating a negative space. Because you're right. It's not that because I'm not negative. I'm not being negative. I'm just saying the truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because what I realize is I'll talk bad about celebrities because I don't know them personally. So I don't feel as guilty or like they can be common opinions. Yeah. You know, like, oh, everyone has an opinion on Kanye West. So I'm safe there. But I'm nervous that my opinion on someone isn't going to be the common opinion. And then I'm going to seem like an asshole for on my podcast using time and using people's time to listen, to hear me complain. You know what I mean? Like that's what I've always yeah. tried so hard to stray away from. And now I'm like, you know what, Sam, people trust you and people love this podcast and they know that you will never bring something to the table that wasn't worth being brought. Right. And, <laughs> and also, huh? Brung? I
1: said, no, I said fuck. Oh, said, why, why, why is you say fuck? I said right again.
0: You did? <laughs> and, <laughs> Um, and also I don't really complain about much. So if someone really does me wrong and not like a, Oh, they cut me in line or this guy, you know, cut me off in the street or this guy keeps coming to my doorbell because he's a Jehovah Jehovah's witness. Like obviously that's what I'm not going to come up here and, you know, preach to preach about, but if some motherfucker ever tries me again and tries to use the good things that I do for entertainment and tries to turn them around on me again. Hell hath no fury, like Sam Pellicero with the podcast.
1: But I love unpopular opinions. Like, I <laughs> have more unpopular opinions than most un- people. Un- and what? Unpopular opinions.
0: A- any what?
1: Unpopular. I know. Well, opinions. you're
0: saying it so fast. It's like unpopular we've talked
1: about this before i have (laughs) have i've very i just i just talk very fast um but i have a lot of unpopular opinions one of which being kevin jonas has always been the the best jonas brother um but like i would i would give Uh... i would listen to a podcast of unpopular opinions just because i would read a book (laughs) just called unpopular Unpopular Opinions. opinions because like also like i have gone girl horrible movie everybody says i'm wrong
0: yeah, because of Ben Affleck's dicks in it. And so they're like, oh, look at that dick. Look at that mushroom tip. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe it's just me and the gays, but- uh... Probably, probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably uh, that.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, I have so many unpopular opinions. I would listen to a podcast if you did. Like, just unpopular opinions. Just uh, I mean,
0: we can do it together.
1: Yeah. Um... Well, no,
0: because it's not fun, because because you want to listen. You don't want to be-
1: Um, I'd be a part of it. I would I would interject <laughs> and be like, this is my un- yes, yes, unpopular opinion. Yes, yes, that's- um very that but yeah i mean i feel like for a long time i was always like oh i want to be accepted yeah like and then like people would say shit and i'd be like oh i'm so sorry i'm gonna take the blame for this whole situation totally and like then at one point because like in high school i just wanted to be accepted like ryan ross the other day Mm -hmm. i was like yeah i was so annoying in high school and he was like i think you just wanted everybody to like you Uh... and i was like okay yeah. yeah. Um but like yeah. I it kind of like I kind of was like, yeah, you know, like I wasn't being annoying. I wasn't purposefully being annoying. Yeah. And like for people to just be like, "Ugh, this bitch." Like like and not give me any attention or not. Yeah,
0: no, I get it. I get it. Like
1: that it was hard for like a, a high schooler. And then and then I go on to college and I was just like, "I'm not going to take this shit anymore." <laughs> like so I very rarely give people the benefit of the doubt like especially because i work in customer service Mm -hmm. i very rarely give people Mm -hmm. the benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. i very rarely um am accepting of people who wrong me even if it's like something so tiny Mm
0: -hmm. i'm
1: not going to accept that you wronged me i might like eventually i'm not gonna hold a grudge Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. if you wrong me in a way that i just don't I I don't I can't get past. I'm not going to get past it. And you're going to know. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know what? Thanks yeah. thanks for the time. Thanks for the memories. It's been
0: real. One I'm out. Night and one more time. Thanks for the memories. <laughs> it it <works> so great. <laughs> 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 it's like you only up. <laughs> um, well, I mean, to close out today's episode, because I can't believe it's already been, oh my God, 55 minutes. 55. Isn't that crazy? That blew by. um. So I the, the I mean the moral of today's episode is don't do
1: shit when you're on when Mercury's in retrograde. Yeah,
0: don't don't. When does it end? Let's look it up.
1: When's the next time Mercury is in retrograde? Because I always feel like people are like, guys, I can't go out. Mercury's in retrograde, or That's I'm weird. sorry, That's I can't like... go in. I can't come into work anymore. Like Mercury's in
0: retrograde. Um, it ends November twentieth, so it started on Halloween. Ooh you, And it ends on November 20th, which is in what seven days? Yes, in seven days. So this time How
1: is it November 20th? Wait,
0: it ends on the day that this episode airs, which we're talking about Mercury retrograde. <gasps> Ooh.
1: <Ooh-ee-oo. laughs>
0: oh, is there anything else you want to say today, Dana? Um, number one,
1: um Mercury Fuck you.
0: <laughs> yeah, literally. Can- can-
1: can you not yeah. <laughs> um and yeah just like when you've been wronged mm-hmm. recognize that you've been wronged yeah and move past it mm-hmm. whether that means leaving somebody behind or not like realize that there is a brighter tomorrow out there if it does not include you being hurt or pissed off or anything mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. so also, don't do anything when Mercury's in retrograde. So
0: true. Just don't.
1: Just stay in the house for the, the two weeks.
0: <laughs> it's like a month. Three. You
1: know what? It's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> just stay. Just stay away. Okay? Stay away.
0: My takeaways uh, would be hell hath no fury, like Sam with a podcast. Um, if you see a red flag, run at it like a bull, and beat the person up who's waving it at you. And Ice Cube said it best. Fuck the police. All right. And I'm your host, Sam but Palacero. But not literally. But not literally, though. Well, like. But like, you know, my ex is fuck the police. All right. So I am your host at Sam Palacero on Instagram. And follow the podcast at Shmi Podcast. That is in.
1: I'm Dana. And you can follow me at at Dana Domina, D-O-M-I-N-A. On, on Instagram. Instagram.
0: And I will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening, subscribing, following, and the whole nine yards. Bye! Bye! (laughs) What was that?